Is Jadakiss uh, the first man to ever go bald that didn't, didn't need to go bald? <laughs> I don't know him like that. In the rap industry, I should say. I don't know him like that. Because for years... <laughs> Can Rakim, Rakim had hair to start with. Exactly. And then he was like, fuck this shit. No, that's what I'm saying. Jadakiss came in with no hair. <laughs> looking like a Ninja Turtle. But just saying that as if he... Like, why are you going bald if you don't... He does Like, maybe who goes he, bald when they don't need to? Maybe he could never grow the shit. Maybe he been bald... He has a full head, head of hair. No, I'm talking about Jadakiss. Yes. <laughs> like, and this was before niggas was getting a new hairline, the Tory Lane shit. He was, it was so weird that people were uncomfortable with how he looked because he had a full head of hair. I feel like bald niggas just feel disrespected. Cause Maybe. Oh, <laughs> yeah. no. Like, <laughs> but, like, that's weird, though, because how do you know if somebody needs to go bald? And you're saying that uh, based you're... on the fact that they had hair at one point and then... No, no, no. I'm saying who comes, in, comes through bald originally, initially? Oh, I got you. Yeah, like, that's gotcha. like... Charlie Villanueva. That nigga has a condition. <laughs> he came through. Yeah, we got eyebrows. Does he have hair now? So, how you know Jadakus don't have a condition, though? Because he has a full head of hair and eyebrows. Maybe it's not healthy for him. Maybe, maybe he's taking a risk doing that. For what? For Nigga, Corona. Coronavirus. What like, the hell kind of conspiracy? Maybe he can't be around his barber like that. And... and Something. That's the thing when you bald, you just shave the shit yourself. I don't know, man. Also, I don't think it's that easy when you're bald. You can't just. It, I don't think it's that simple. It is. So I know several people who are bald. Most hair in this bitch. I'm, nah, I have, yeah, I know some bald people, and they're like, yeah, no, nah, it's not that easy. Just. Well, this nigga, yeah, niggas got funny shaped heads. Like that like is you, also true. I feel like you have to be very confident to be bald living too. Bald head. Do you? I think I get what you're you, yes. you talking in terms of like convenience. Yes. That's what I'm saying. Right. I, I, I do have, I do, my boss shaves his head when Corona started. He was like, this shit sucks. So you have to shave it like every two days. He was like, yeah. it's dumb. I so what did he do people, before? I know they have barbers. Yeah. You can pay other people to do <laughs> <Well, like>, shit. <laughs> but like, that's what I'm saying. Like, they're razor blades. They're... Yeah, but specifically going bald, bald, anything with shaving, like if you shave, it increases, like the hair wants to grow back even faster and even mm-hmm. thicker or whatever. So, what? you never heard that? We're not mm-hmm. going to let that black no, that's, that's actually true. Fable. Why don't you cut your <laughs> hair the faster though? Why the fuck are bald people not f- walking around full heads of hair then? Because they get it cut. That's what I'm saying. Her boss is your boss bald, bald. Like his shit ain't growing. He got the George Jefferson. I think what I'm trying to say. Okay, so if that's the case, he said he's shaving it every two days. He should come back looking like Michael Jackson when he got got his shit done. I don't live in that man's home, so I don't know. That's what I'm saying, though. If that's if that um, myth is correct, I think it is. So he should come back with the so so low. If his shit grew back fully in, he would not be shaving it still. But you, that's the point that I'm trying to make is we can't determine who needs to shave and who just like being bald. That's where it makes your My point different. was... You're saying that Jadika has no reason to shave other than he like being bald. I'm saying, <laughs> I'm saying, why are you going bald? We don't need to. Because maybe that's what the fuck he want to do. Maybe it wasn't even popular at the time. So what? Who cares? It needs to be point. popular for people to do it. Yes. <laughs> going bald is, is popular. Going bald is like a 
I said that like I'm bald. Go on bald. <laughs> but you gotta need that hat. <laughs> I feel like going bald. I have several male friends that are bald and that are balding. And like for them that wasn't a choice. They're like, oh I'm gonna just grow my shit out. It looks crazy. They have to cut it. That's what I'm saying. Most of the people I, I know think everybody is in that situation. I most of the people are. I don't think I don't think that I don't I'm do you know the percentage? Well, do you know the percentage of men that are bald? Well, I'm, I'm sorry, high. not bald. That are balding. Yeah, it's very, very high. Yeah, so that's what I'm saying. <laughs> but what I'm saying is, uh, uh, yeah, no. You just admitted that it's a lot of balding people. If there are a lot of balding people, there are also a lot of people who are bald and that are she not She just balding. said cutting your own hair is not that convenient. So yeah. why are they doing this? I'm ready to move on. Growing locks is not very convenient. It's not easy to do. But you can do it. If your shit was looking like Lil Wayne right now, I, I bet you wouldn't have it. locks. I bet you wouldn't have locks. But see, this is where you're wrong. Just if your locks started back here like Stevie Wonder, <laughs> you would not be growing locks. You would have no, a bald head. Like, I don't know why we're working around this. Like, that's not the case. But that's where you're wrong. Do so you, you would grow your shit? Yes. Dump this, man. Do you know how long? He makes bad choices. I waited to grow my hair. I don't give a fuck if I have one of these bitches. I would be growing it, yes. That's what you but say. That motherfucker might have one lock and be single. <laughs> but that's what it would be, though. That's, why, that's my point. You're yeah, saying no, that as a man that can grow several. Yeah, you're right. So, like, <laughs> you have a perspective that. of somebody where you can assume you would behave that oh, way. Oh, no. I just know, I know of people who are bald. They don't have to be bald. That's just their purpose. No, 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 no. Nobody has to be bald. Some people have to but be like, bald. But, like, you're going to look crazy <laughs> if you're not. don't care about looking crazy, though. Right. It's not the... How many people do you know like that? That what? Don't you care look about crazy. looking crazy and just like a 20 year old just letting Obviously, shit go he in. He don't give a fuck about looking crazy with his one lock having ass. Should cut his shit off when he's sleeping and see I how he feel when he wake up. Yeah, I wouldn't recommend that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but, mm-hmm. It has nothing to do with the hair part though. That's the Balding has nothing to do with no, the hair? This, okay. That situation. Listen, there are pl- you don't have to be bald even if you don't. Nobody's saying that. The question was about Jadakiss. Yes. <laughs> Not having to be bald. Yeah. I said, was he the first rapper that didn't need to be bald that came in the game bald? And my answer to that is nobody knows the answer to that because you don't know who needs to be bald or who is choosing to be bald. Well, the people that are bald. supposed to be the end. No, it was supposed to be. Oh, just let the you get the last word. Yes, that was supposed to be the wrap up. Nigga, please. <laughs> First of all, he decides what the fucking wrap up is. That's true. We gonna edit whatever the fuck he wants. <laughs> I'm good on that, but I feel like. Oh shit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No. He was. I asked the question, knowing the answer to it. Who else? Okay. Who else was after him then? If he was first. Nobody comes in bald. Tory Lanez, he came in balding. He had no choice. Exactly. <laughs> but he's not like that. And anymore. when he got his new hair, he took the opportunity to grow some hair because he couldn't grow it himself. 
Cause niggas hate being bald. <laughs> Donnell Rawlings. What about him? <laughs> now we talking about comedians? Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, you okay? You said that Jadakiss was the first, uh-huh. implying that there are others after him who mm-hmm. did the same thing. I'm asking you to name the folks after him that did the same thing that Jadakiss did. I'm saying because he's the first. Right. You're saying that there were others. I didn't say that. Yes, you did. You're, you didn't say no, no, that. No, no, no. You're implying it, though. If no. he was first, mm-hmm. who was second? You don't have to have a second for you to be first. You don't have to, but again, you implied. The way you phrased the question was, there were other niggas who did this and who have claimed mm, this. I didn't he say may that. have been... I said, was he the first? The first one to do it. And I said, yes. Okay. Are there any other contenders? No. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm... I don't think I'm. Let me say this. Why would you say the first and not the only? Oh, okay. So you want you did all this about semantics? <laughs> it's not semantics, <laughs> nigga. It's called the human language. So when I ask you about catch, when I ask you about catching the beat and knowing the beat, I gave you the chance to fix your wording. You had a no, twenty-minute. That's two different things. That's legitimately two different things. Catching a beat and landing on the beat. No, you said I know the beat and I'm catching the beat. Those are different. Yeah, knowing the beat and catching the beat are two different things. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So I was like, I asked you the question and clarified. If that was what your issue was, you should. We could have got to this a long time ago. (laughs) Again, I don't understand what your point is. My point is the first or the only rapper, bald head who don't got a beat. Does this even matter? Uh, I mean, it started off as a joke. I don't know how we got here, but. <laughs> what? Let me see. Is he here. the first? Is, are you bald in? Because he, he has first? really good, stamp, big stance on this shit. It was a joke. Okay. Are there Can other bald hair? rappers? Yeah. Are there other? Can y'all name any other bald rappers? You got hair here. Yeah, I just yeah. look crazy. Oh, damn it. Oh, there you go. Oh, okay. Yeah, got I'm going to be more clear. He definitely got that ball in. He got that. He knows. He has a George, George Jefferson. Jefferson. For sure. For sure. <laughs> How many people do you know that have a full head of hair but decide to go bald? I mean, now we didn't change the question because it was rappers. Now it's people. I'm making it know. more broad because there's nobody know, else in the rap game. I know a few. I know a few. And they don't have any patches or the crazy like lining starting back here. No, I know some people like that too who have decided to go okay. bald. Okay. So you know two people. people. I know a few. I know. Say their names. The people that I know, it's definitely more people that I know who have decided to go bald because they look fucked up. That was my point. But the way that you phrased it Mm -hmm. was that there's nobody except for Jadakiss (laughs) who can grow. I just asked, was he the first? And I. Yeah, I don't know about, I don't, I don't think so. I don't think it was first. And I base that on the fact that I have a lot of friends who don't say their names aesthetically need to be bald, but choose say their to names. Be bald. Why? Do you know them? Because I hate when people are like, I got friends that do this. You want me to show it's you not them, a diss. Like, all of their pictures. You can just say their names. You can just say their names. What's what's Monique saying? Her her saying was say names or leave it on the playground. There we go. What are the names? Cause like this is a compliment to them. So why don't you want to shout out your homies? 
Bustos black men. Let the world know. Some of them are men. Let the world know these people. That's the other thing. I also know a lot of women who shave their hair but don't have they to. Gotta they got to fade or do they shave it? Because we're talking about shaving the head. All right, you're right. And only because I'm the semantics king, what, am I going to have to just agree with you on this? But technically, we're talking about the same thing. But I get it. I get it. Okay. I get it. I can't even argue. I get it. This is a good place to end that. Yes. So let's see. What else do we have? Any more music? Oh, music that we're anticipating. Uh, is there anything coming out soon that you're looking forward to? Anybody? That's the Drake album. All right. Yeah, because I'm the only one. Featuring Swiss. <laughs> Executive produced by Swiss and Jay Prince. Oh, it's the album coming out next week that I'm interested in. R&B guy. I mentioned them last week because while I sampled them on that intro track to the his dance dance revolution music. Yeah. <laughs> Chris McCleany, but he goes by McCleany. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. his album comes out 7-2, I believe, or 7-3, one of those. Okay. Yeah, so I'm looking forward to that one. Lit, lit, lit. Any other projects y'all looking forward to? No. I need to get my shit together. I can't even think about music now. Or like different projects. I think I hear projects when you... Um, Play them? Yeah. Same. I don't be knowing until they come out. Okay. Uh, Slanging bricks. Birds. 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 <laughs> Either one. Whoa. Bricks and birds. Dry snitching. Um, yeah. <laughs> the birds and the bricks. Kind of the same. Whenever I just get on and I see new stuff is out there, I'll listen to it, but I'm not like tracking. What about other um, forms, of, <laughs> forms of entertainment like movies or TV shows? Am I waiting on something to come mm-hmm. out? Um, the next season of Succession. Mm. What the fuck is Succession? It's on HBO. Um, oh, White this- Family. Succession is the one about how everybody that's supposed to be president next die. No. No, that's not it. What is that? Oh, that's the um, that uh, Kiefer Sutherland designated survivor. Yeah, no, 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 my bad. Uh, Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think it's supposed to be back out um, <clears throat> August. Even with the COVID, or that's what I saw on HBO. So we'll that's interesting. See. Yeah, I'm looking forward to them finishing up Billions because they just had to stop it in the middle of the mm. season because of the COVID Billions is one of those shows that I stopped watching because it was so good. I just need them to finish it so I can watch it mm. all. It's fire. No, no Billions fans? No? I am a big fan, but then I got rid of Showtime. So. Uh, Why'd you get rid of Showtime? Because um, I think I was just watching Billions and then what was it? True Lies or True, True Blood? No. House of Lies? Yes. With Don Cheadle? Yes. You don't fuck with and the shy? I couldn't watch past the first She's episode. From St. Louis. No, she don't. What does that mean? Just the other week ago. barbecues and our music already since you've been here. It's true. I know you don't. She has a lot of controversial Chicago opinions. Yeah. Okay. Um, but Hold up. St. Louis pizza or Chicago pizza? Ooh. Definitely St. Louis pizza. Ooh. Wow. That's funny because. Who the fuck knows what St. Louis pizza is? Outside. I do. That shit was trash. I, mm. But most Chicagoans think it's trash. Like I really, I really like St. Louis style, like thin crust pizzas. You can thin crust pizza. I'm sure you can. That tastes better than that nah. shit. That crackers. Mm-hmm. That crackers. Uh, y'all do the cracker crust. 
It's not. It's not eight <laughs> crackers. It, like, it tastes like townhouse crackers cool. with Kraft American cheese singles. Yes, you're a liar. In an he's, oven. He's I lying. thought you liked. I, I used to uh, when I was younger. Before you came to Chicago and really got into the pizza. Um, no, I've always liked Chicago pizza better, but I'm thinking specifically of Emo's. When I was younger, Emo's was really good. As an adult, that shit tastes kind of wild. It sounds like you described the Lunchable that was heated up. Yes. Okay. Wow. I've never been First of so all, disappointed in my life. Where y'all go? Because anybody in St. Louis know you got to go to the right emos or the right anything so to no get the right pizza. There's consistency between the, the The same way there's consistency between all the heralds and the one on 53rd. Mm-hmm. Oh, all right. We're talking about pizza, though. I'm talking about consistency or lack thereof. We're talking about pizza. But what I'm saying is... There is an opportunity for different restaurants to have mm. different ty- like different people are making it. No standards. So that tasted like ass. <laughs> but it's a difference between whose ass tasted like Lunchables too. I never See, said don't, I don't. Nobody's like heroes taste like ass though. They may not be as good as the best heroes. Though the one on Fifty Third was horrible. Can we really trust your culinary oh, opinion? Oh shit. Especially if you like cheese and crackers. She doesn't like batter and berries. What are we even talking about food for with you? What is the point? Batters and berries is not good. What? Bro, what are you talking about, man? It's just, I've been to a lot of brunch spots. Can you just, That's just can not you good. Can that shit out if she's slandering this perfect black business see we have to be we as black people have to also be able to hold other black people to a certain you realize this is like the same as me talking about seafood where you're the eye person out when i was doing that did you say maybe my opinion was wrong you need to go we can go well we couldn't right now go to batters and berries tomorrow and you let us know how you feel because i think she tripped don't let her tell you what to get though because i think she's made some bad choices she doesn't influence my food decisions no, I mean, like, she might, you know, sometimes I'm like, what's good here? Don't listen to her. I gotcha. She's had bad experiences, and I don't think she's ordered the right thing. Moving on. Wait, I actually want to go into something that you just reminded me of in terms of accountability and holding black people accountable. Mm-hmm. How do you hold marginalized black folks accountable when they do some bullshit? Ooh, that's a... Let me be more specific. How do you hold black women accountable? I'm so glad I took my time because mm-hmm. you would have manipulated the words that came out of my mouth in such a way, in such a way. There's still plenty of time for that. <laughs> Don't you worry. Say that again. No, you heard me. How do you hold black women accountable when they do bullshit? You, if... <laughs> Sorry, let me even be more specific. As a black man. How do you hold black women accountable? You set that tone in your relationship from the beginning that I'm going to hold you accountable for things. So you can only, so I am really, listen, trying to learn here, okay? Okay. So you're saying that you can only, as a black man, you can only hold black women that you are in personal relationships with accountable. No, I wouldn't. I wouldn't necessarily say that, but in this sense, I'm using the term relationship very broadly. Okay. So any any engagement that you have with another person, you should be able to hold that person accountable. Mm, you should. I agree with that. You should. 
<laughs> you should. <laughs> I think. I think. Okay, so where is this coming from? <laughs> because, because I think obviously the answer is just the same way that you would hold anybody else accountable, mm. but because there's some shade in your tone mm. and there's some deep rooted issue. Tone. tone. Yeah. That comes there's up again. some deep rooted issue in, in your gut or some shit. I need you to explain your feelings. Do you feel like black women are not held accountable? I asked a very simple question that was direct, straightforward, and left no room for interpretation. I said, how, as a black man, do you hold black women accountable when they do some bullshit? I didn't say that y'all don't be on. I didn't say anything other than how, as a black man, do we do this thing? By we, he means he. <laughs> well, I think you need, to do it out, you need to do it out of love and respect, though. <clears throat> um, you can hold somebody accountable, but it needs to be from a certain space. Okay, so if it is from that space, but you don't feel like it is, what does that mean? Then it wasn't. Okay. Uh, Y'all ready to go to the next thing? I, I don't, how the fuck do I argue that? If you what I, my but the thing is, you can't. It, it, it's all about the listener. Like, it's not. Then I think it needs to be a conversation so because a lot of times black women are seen as very aggressive in um, ways that we handle situations. So I feel like if you, for some reason, feel like someone's being aggressive with you because you're holding them accountable, then maybe it's a conversation like she stated earlier that just needs to be had um beforehand and before that conversation set expectations but i think it's also this thing if a lot of people don't like accountability because they don't like being called out on their shit so they're not gonna want to they're no one's welcoming that type of feeling however if you've surrounded yourself with people who you truly value them holding you accountable doesn't seem like such an attack versus like oh okay this person is telling me this for my good so i feel as though okay go ahead say it say it i'm trying so hard because <laughs> i feel like y'all contradict yourselves and don't even recognize or realize the contradictions i thought everything should go both ways But you don't think that. <laughs> Why don't I? I'm not, I'm not even specifically talking about you anymore. I'm talking about in general. Because I think that black women at least attempt to hold black men accountable whether they know them or not. Right? They're, I think that's one of the dope things about black women is they are constantly and consistently holding damn near everybody accountable. Right? That's true. But it's, does anybody in here deny that? <laughs> or have a problem with that statement. So then what my question really is, how does one approach holding a black woman accountable for something that she did or said that was fucked up or problematic or may have made you feel away? You do it. Hold that person accountable. And if they're not in an emotional space to be able to accept being held accountable, then you deal with the consequences of that. And you can be trash too. So not everybody wants to be held accountable. Not everybody's going to be receptive to that. And some people are just trash individuals. I, for one, I don't like nobody telling me shit. I don't give a fuck. But 
I've been working on myself and trying to take feedback and change based on that feedback. But sometimes I be feeling like we're gonna change. And it's fucked up. I'm not gonna say I'm a good person and I can <laughs> But shit, there are some trash people. Sometimes I could be trash as fuck. It's very, I, I don't know. I think it's just very interesting. It's a very interesting concept because of all of the attention that I think is brought upon like toxic masculinity and a lot of those attributes being um, called upon or leaned on when you try to hold someone accountable as if all you're capable of is being toxic and masculine instead of like it's real easy to lean on that versus someone legitimately just holding you accountable. And I guess my 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 question, the source of that question was if we're to be able to have it's it's the same pendulum concept that I've been talking about for a while. Like if you are going to be in a position where you are now holding people accountable for shit they've never been held accountable for ever and that is now a practice, that's what we want. But what we don't want is for those people who are calling for certain folks to be held accountable that traditionally have not, to not be accountable to anything. Cause that's dangerous too. That's the other end of that pendulum, right? And so that's where my question is, is because I firmly believe in this current climate in this day and age, I don't think you can be a black straight male and hold a woman accountable publicly. Um, I agree I and I don't agree with the, the fact that that, where, that is where things are. Yeah. I see it all the time. And even as a woman who tends to champion black men, I'm always kind of like, how do we, you know, protect them? How do we, you know, make it seem like it's not so generalized? Mm -hmm. I don't even want to say anything because then you become a pick me because then yeah. I as a woman can no longer hold another woman accountable on behalf of trying to support a black man. Yeah. So... Oh no, it becomes weird, man. It just becomes a weird dynamic. I don't know. But I think if you're, because I've seen certain instances of where like black women are really fucking up, like, and it takes another black woman to hold that person accountable or somebody else in that space to hold that person accountable. Um, I mean, I think it goes back to other shit that's, I mean, it goes back to some whole other shit, but I've just seen black women take on that role of holding other black women accountable. And I'm not saying that black men shouldn't hold black women accountable. I feel like you... But I mean, y'all also to. talk a lot about the extra emotional labor that the world expects you to do. And I think that holding folks accountable, especially with all of the conflict and shit that potentially comes with that, that that is emotional labor. And if... Folks are offering to alleviate you of emotional labor, and you're like, nah, fuck that. <laughs> right? Like, it's, I don't know, it just becomes a weird yeah. situation. It's a weird dynamic, man. I have a question. It's great. So, NBA and. I heard him. The Ooh. NBA. <laughs> Why were y'all Team Issa? I, let me, let me clarify. 
I think that when men hear you're Team Issa or Team Lawrence, you're either Team Cheater or Team Who Got Cheated On. And I don't, I didn't look at it like that. Like there was some gray area. I could have, I was both Team Issa and Team Lawrence until Team Lawrence wowed the fuck out because I, I disagree with the cheating part of that. But I also see that I've been in a boring ass, loveless ass relationship for quite some time. And my man isn't making me feel loved as well. So, so get out the relationship. I think at that point where shit, like You're even from the beginning of the show where shit was fucked up, was mm. when they they made a pact. They decided literally. They were like, "Are we still gonna be in this relationship? Are we still gonna do this?" Issa said yes. And at that point, she had the moment where she could back the fuck away. But she said, yes, they're going to work on it again. They're going to change shit in their relationship. Then that bitch cheated. It wasn't like that conversation didn't happen. That conversation happening made Issa, like, really fucked up. With that being said, I'm still team Issa. <laughs> you did say you're a trash person. It's lining up. I felt bad for Lawrence, though. I really did. I felt bad. Me too. But Daniel was fine. Um, Daniel was not fine at all. Um, you like I'm light. Okay. <laughs> I feel like I probably split mine 50-50 between them because, again, I get both sides too. Like, it was, they were in a whatever relationship was boring, blah, 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 but that still doesn't give people, the, anyone the right to treat someone else like I'm that. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I can't. Enough. What is the other side? What are the two sides? One is that cheating is okay and one is not. What are the sides here? Yes. Yes. Is that legitimately how it breaks down? It's not that it's okay, but I can understand. That's my question. No, I no, I guess the thing is when we have to say, okay, I'm not team Issa or I'm half team Issa, you guys, it seems like from your perspective, this person cheated and that's the end. We see, okay why she cheated and how that affected their relationship which you know led to the cheating it's very black and white for team lawrence however for I, like we don't all are just like yes i'm so glad Issa cheated but we understand why and y'all can't even it's almost like the the male side can't eat or team lawrence side can't even fathom why she would cheat or well, have cheated. The thing is, I think Whitney raised the point. We cannot fathom it because a conversation was had about this very topic. But in the well, same I breath as they said, quite okay. The problem that they just had that conversation mm -hmm. and that they had an understanding means that violating this now there is nothing to talk about. So when you talk about different sides, the other side is fuck communication and being adults and coming to an understanding, you should be able to understand if I do some wild shit anyway. I don't think that that's a legitimate side to take in this hypothetical, fictional, insecure story. Mm -hmm. I don't think that makes any fucking sense at all, <laughs> right? Because if they agreed to work on their relationship and if she felt as though he wasn't also working on himself. No, nothing it, happened between that conversation and her, his end. There was n literally no opportunity portrayed in the show for him to change anything, do something different or anything. She went and fucked up immediately after that. He could have got a conversation. And then, but, the Lawrence, that's, but yeah, Lawrence was no. also doing 
Uh, and he was, it's not like he was cheating. It's not like he was doing no bullshit. It's not like he was trying and his energy was being sacrificed. Like, doesn't he cheat on his girl later though? No. My question is, clearly Lawrence was depressed. Mm-hmm. And I guess my issue would be, where does the support for your partner come in? It doesn't though. That's what yeah, I'm saying because like, you can't. But I feel as though one like, unless you've end. dated somebody with mental illness, you you potentially could not know what it's like to actually have to engage with them and how burdensome it is to encourage them and do all of this when you're also dealing with your own shit. Issa so wasn't just dealing with that. Issa was bored and didn't understand that they was going through something as a as a, as a couple and was literally working and building towards something they weren't that's huh? what th those are the words that came out of their mouths but i don't think that they truly felt that way well Issa definitely didn't we know that <laughs> we know that there's nothing to indicate though that lawrence didn't feel that way that's the problem that's the pro that to me is the bigger problem here i mean i do also wish a nigga would forget my birthday after being with me over seven years I think that, like, he forgot her birthday. So, birthday. yeah, go get some ex-studio no. dick. No, no, no. <laughs> no, 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 no. That, that makes a lot of sense. So, you don't think when you're pushed, when, so you don't think when, when, so you genuinely don't feel like of your. Bro, you used to be letting everybody splash it up in her. Let's talk about that, first of all. Damn. Nope. You don't want to talk about that? We already talked about male birth control. Okay. They were on it. They were on it. Whatever. You think it's incapable to make your partner feel a way, feel in such a way that it would cause them to go out and get what you're, what you're lacking from someone else. I think that makes a whole lot of sense. It's totally possible. I've been in situations like that. But if we have a conversation about it and then you just go and do whatever the fuck you want to do anyway, why am I talking to you? Why are we communicating as two human beings? I if we're going to come to an understanding... And you just go do what the fuck you want to do anyway? What's the point of this? I also think she should have told him if they would have had. And she the, did it. These the are way, all things that make her The way that Lawrence found out was bogus as fuck. She's so true. The way he found out was bogus as fuck. So that's what I mean. When, when folks say Team Issa, are you saying that being a fucking dirtbag, trash human being is a lot better? No, no, no. I'm Team Issa because of her journey. <laughs> Right. <laughs> so the NBA is coming back. Avery Bradley decided he's not playing, so the Lake Show is going to pick up J.R. Smith. That's How you feel saying. about that? Whatever. I'm excited, bro, because J.R. wasn't going to play this year at all. But and what does I feel he like bring the NBA, to the team? He brings drama, controversy. <laughs> Which is good for Sports Center, but not good for my basketball team. And I don't give a fuck. Up. This is an asterisk year. Anyway, true. So I'm trying to be entertained. I want to see this nigga run the shot clock out. <laughs> I want to see him fight a fan. I want to see him oh get gosh. into it with some old white people in Disneyland in Orlando. Like that's what I want to see. I need to be entertained by J.R. Smith pulling up from half court. See, I thought the sports would be enough for you at this point. No, 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 no. At this point, we gotta go extreme. It's okay. We can't just give up regular sports now. No. Regular sports. <laughs> we, we gotta do some extra shit. Cause. What the fuck? Um, did you see the schedule that came out for the for the short season? Uh, I don't think I'm gonna watch it to be honest. You're you're not gonna watch a single game. Uh. Why? Is this a moral stance that you're making? 
Sort of. I didn't watch most of the season anyways. Yeah. Um, I guess I'm trying to figure out, is it beneficial for them to play sports or not? In terms of benefiting what? What's going on? Are yeah. they distracting or are they aiding? What's going on? Right. Like, I guess the two arguments to be made are that if they don't play, it doesn't provide the distraction and people can keep trying to push for the change. The other argument I heard was pro them playing was that they can use the sports as a platform for them to speak on these issues, which I don't think is really a good point because nobody's watching the sports for that. Right. <clears throat> so they're just probably going to get a lot of shut up and dribbles. Mm. Whereas if you don't provide the entertainment, I feel like you can create more of a financial impact than playing and wearing some t-shirts or some shit or write something on your shoes. Yeah. I don't think it works if everybody don't do it. Right? Like You only need like a few stars to do, not do it. Everybody will follow. Well, I guess that's what I mean. When I say everybody, I mean okay. all the people that, that matter. have some pool. Right. Yeah. <laughs> all you know, celebrities don't matter. If LeBron and AD ain't playing, are you watching JR? <laughs> okay. Yeah, exactly. But that's exactly, that, that's kind of my point, I guess. The impact that they can have by not playing at all or by having a severely uh, impacted skill level that is presented or product that's being presented, I think speaks a lot louder than having just the option to play or not. Mm -hmm. I see, but I mean, again, it's, it's definitely just hard to organize people and to have a, a common thought. Everybody's got different needs. There's some broke-ass NBA players that mm -hmm. need their fucking check, yeah. right? Some niggas who don't need a check ever again. True. And the at the same time. So, yeah. like, it's difficult. I guess when you think about, you know, what can these NBA players the NBA itself, the NBA owners really do to make some changes. I think there's some significant things that they can do. But I also don't think that um, the players are in a position to really leverage those entities if they play. Mm. You kind of lose that ability yeah. if you simply yeah. buy playing. Um, that's what happens to the NFL every year. And that's every, time to the every time negotiation of contracts, yeah. So I don't know. It's, it's it's interesting. I'm also, you know, uh, as big of a sports fan as I am, I don't really need the distraction that bad. If it mm. means that some of the real the attention from the real shit is gonna be taken off, I can watch some more Korean baseball, bro. Some I can do it. Marble races. Yes, I can do that. I can do that if it means defunding the fucking cops, right? Like I I can do like make those type of sacrifices. That's such that's an easy sacrifice to make for that to happen. So, so easy, like, yeah. <laughs> right? <laughs> so the NBA is coming back. I I have not seen how they're gonna handle next year though. Are they starting late? Are they gonna start around Christmas? Like I I don't know what they're doing with that. I don't yeah I don't know if that's settled. I think MLB is coming back. Okay. I think no, you don't give a fuck about baseball. Nah. <laughs> so I think the MLB is coming back. I think golf and shit, they've been doing like little golf shit. That seems like the easiest sport to prevent COVID I spread. would say tennis. Uh, yeah. Tennis over They're golf. They're up there. Both of those, are, I would yeah. probably say, are one and two. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I would say tennis over golf. Because uh, with golf, you have a caddy. You got somebody literally right there with you. Tennis, you don't. I mean, but they can give us some headsets and they can talk out like strategy. 
I guess. Headset. Do I need to whisper in your ear or I could just like, <laughs> like yeah, man. <laughs> Something about the physical element, man. It's different. You just gotta have a hot breath in your ear. Right. I got it's you, different. brother. It's different, it's different. <laughs> um all right, so we have a whole bunch of other topics. Alright, do babies ruin or save relationships? It First. depends on what's missing out of the relationship. The baby. <laughs> <laughs> Well, for who? If you say yes, can you please speak? Uh, so, do, if they ruin relationships? No, if you think it can, save one. Yes, yes. I, think that, I think babies can save relationships. I think they can also ruin relationships. Okay. And what scenario or situation where you think it can save one? Like, how so, does that work? if a father or if parents really want to not break their household and their values are hey i want this to be a, just not a broken family motherfuckers will try and work to make that shit happen mm-hmm. um, and they might have a little fire under their ass so mm-hmm. like i know that i like some people is quick to say fuck this like i'm done yeah. and other people are like no if i have a child with you i'm making a commitment because the child is a big ass fucking commitment. I will make this relationship work. Are you making the romantic relationship work, or are you making the relationship raising the child work? I, think I thought so, we were talking about romantic. So I think people do both, right? So okay. I think because of the child, you're going to put yourself in a position where you are making that romantic relationship work. You're going to put more work in because you want a better environment for your child. Is that what usually happens when people make that decision? So I've seen it both ways, but I think that um, (laughs) you probably end up unhappy or Mm -hmm. like quarantine has taught us, a lot of motherfuckers been back together and not filing for divorce as much because they want to make shit work. So I think if you try a little harder and go to therapy and do other things that you have a higher chance of making it work then you just saying fuck it because you don't have no kids or nothing. So, okay. I want to push back against the sentiment that having a baby is a commitment, is a romantic commitment between two people. Mm-hmm. You didn't say that. Well, you said it's a commitment between two people. It is. But it's not. It's a commitment to the child. Us having a baby together has nothing to do with how I feel about you. It don't mean shit about how we raise the child. Now, if we have a good relationship, could that be beneficial? Could that be helpful? Sure. Could us having a bad relationship be negative and detrimental? Sure. But it doesn't necessarily have to do with any of that. Okay. I can see somebody thinking that way. Mm-hmm. I think from my, my thinking is... If I'm having a child with somebody, I know that our values are very similar. I know that, or (laughs) okay, you're right. You you probably might. Well, shit, I don't know. Motherfuckers be having kids nowadays, just willy nilly. But I think that at least if you're in a partnership and you guys can talk about shit that happens more openly and honestly, and you guys are doing it together, it's a better outcome. Or it could be a better outcome. But the better, quote unquote, better outcome could be the fact that, oh, I realize I want nothing to do with you romantically whatsoever. 
ever again and ever for the rest of my life. Damn. And coming to that realization is the best thing that could have happened for both of us in this relationship. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. But as negative as that could, could potentially be viewed as, it's not a bad thing. That's actually a very good thing to come to that realization. And having a baby doesn't impact that. I personally, well, shit, I ain't got no kids, so I can't really tell you, but I I would think it would impact that, but I can also see babies ruining relationships. I don't like the word ruin, but ruining relationships because also there's certain shit that I probably wouldn't stand for. I have a kid now. If I don't like how you move in, I'm definitely taking my child out of that fucking situation. So I would have stayed with your ass before, but now you're doing fuck shit and my baby's watching. So. Yeah, I think babies can much easily, much more easily ruin than save a relationship. Mm-hmm. What do you think? You think the baby could save the relationship? Um, I think it can give the appearance of saving the relationship, mm. but I don't think it truly does. Because if two people don't want to be together, like I've seen a lot of couples that will literally wait until all of their kids are out of the house, then divorce. But they never liked each other that whole period of time. So nothing that that child was doing was going to rescue that relationship. So I don't think that they, uh, no, I don't think that they say. Would you ever have a baby to save a relationship? Absolutely not, because I want a person that's also going to parent the child with me willingly. So I would prefer not to do it that way. (laughs) Anybody else? Would you want to be with your child's, mother or would you like would you do your best to work it out or if that bitch moving away you don't want her to move I'm in that situation I'm of the mindset that if I'm not happy I don't think it benefits any like it's not going to benefit anyone else that I have a relationship with like you're going to have a Lawrence situation right where somebody's depressed it just doesn't help anybody else when somebody's depressed because yeah. they're in a situation they don't want to be in. Yeah. I already know what Troy feels. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I do not necessarily think that two people need to be in a romantic relationship to successfully raise a child. The fact that that is given as a prerequisite, I think, is kind of fucking wild. And I think that that's probably why you're over here rolling with just one eye. <laughs> I can't do that. But I think that's kind of... I, I, the whole sentiment of bringing another human being to either say that something is working or something is not working is one of the most... I don't know. For me, it's just a mind fuck. It's just a total mindfuck of either way expecting a baby to have an influence on this relationship. That doesn't make any fucking sense. That's just me. So you're saying like no, a baby would a baby shouldn't have any influence on the relationship at all. Like shouldn't. Oh, it shouldn't. He also feels like he also. Go ahead. Explain how I feel. (laughs) Not well. You you don't necessarily think that I'm just gonna shut up this is a podcast you have to talk (laughs) you would be perfectly fine I feel like you'd be perfectly fine just having a baby with 
somebody and just taking the baby and you just having the baby so you can have the baby. I would be totally okay with that. Is that optimal? Is that the best case scenario? No. But hell yeah, I'd be a single fucking father in a heartbeat if that's the best thing for the family. And I feel kid. like if we had kids and we broke up, you would want full custody of my fucking child. I would want what's best for the kid, Whitney. That it don't have. But, but see, that's what I'm saying. It don't have nothing to do with me or you. That's my whole point. It don't got shit to do with the that. The thing is, if it puts me at an inconvenience and at a detriment and at a like, if I have to take an L, doing something that is for the betterment of my child, I'm taking that L. That's my point. It don't have shit to do with me. It's about this kid at this point. So how I feel about the person that I had the baby with means nothing it literally means nothing i'm going to have to do i potentially may have to do certain things that i'm not cool with that i feel fucked up with uh, uh, about but it's the best thing for this child so i'm going to do that every time no hesitation and people that's think, what i'm saying i was like things are best for the child too which you might necessarily think is best for your child somebody and that's where having person. and that's where depending on the other person and your relationship with the other person to be able to make decisions for the child, that's where that becomes muddy. Because now you're bringing your emotions and how you feel about some shit and about how somebody else is moving and operating and your primary focus is not on the child. That's why I'm saying that that separation needs to exist. Because if you're just mad at me that I didn't come home last night, so now you're not going to let me see my fucking kid. Like, do you understand the slippery yeah, slope that, we, that you start sliding a- on? Prenup oh, section. God, Damn. <laughs> Chance has a, in his prenup or whatever, uh, prenuptial agreement, there's a whole section that outlines like just the children. So that way, before they get, because you know, like when you're dealing with that relationship um, going south or whatever, you there's feelings and emotions attached to like what happens with the child that might not necessarily be what's best for the child. So to avoid that, he made sure that he put shit in there that outlined that agreement before. That section is means nothing. I don't know why the lawyer put that in there. <laughs> Prenups are thrown out all the time. You, how you're telling me to dictate my child today and we divorce 10 years from now, the courts, that's never going to hold up. Yeah, but, but I think cute, just though. the idea of that, like the fact that, okay, we have this plan. But I, I see, I don't know, but... I think it should all be together, but that's just. We should me. talk about prenups one of these days too. <laughs> Do it right now. Uh, all right, prenups. How do y'all feel about them? Fuck yes, I will not get married without a prenup. Why Man, is I that? <laughs> I feel like you should come and First of all, leave the define... relationship with what you have. Preach. The. Uh, so first of all, a prenup legitimately is just. A pre-marriage agreement. That's a prenuptial, right? Uh-huh. So prenups don't necessarily have to be bad. <laughs> it can be like a very agreeable thing, right? Uh-huh. Them being bad is propaganda, though. Mm-hmm. Them being bad is propaganda. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. I'm not gonna say who spreads it, but you know, uh, women. I'm not gonna say who spreads so it. So if I, I send it for you. <laughs> If I had to have a prenup, I'm getting, I mean, like, that prenup is going to be stacked in a way where I'm benefiting in some way after I have kids. So if, for instance, so, like, if Troy and I were to break up and we're married um, and this nigga's taking off and shit, for each kid, 
like fuck it even if it's like we split custody fuck all that shit but out of the prenup for each kid i didn't have like each mile i didn't put on my car he would have to pay me for that shit if we break up what she said is that what type of thing that gets thrown out of court um no, because he okay. he had in his mind he knew every time she could get pregnant, like he knew that there was a factor that could be dealt with there. But like from ten years from now, versus like I have a million dollars, but now I have zero dollars. You can't account for the future. But in those moments, each time you were having sex with her, which could have allowed her to get pregnant, you were aware of it. So it's a man's responsibility. I do, well, I also if you want to save your money, it should be your responsibility who you put your dick into like and don't pull Rick out. It. Like Rick Ross can put three babies in this woman and then all of a sudden don't want her no more, calling her out her name. She all types of uglies and gold diggers. And then you just put you put wear and tear on her motherfucking body. But she allowed him to do that because after his first child, she knew he wasn't shit. Then you got pregnant a second time and then you got pregnant a third and time. And that's cool. For each of them times that you put wear and tear on my body, you are paying me for that shit if so she decides why, to leave. Is she accountable for having three children with a nigga that wasn't shit? Is she accountable also, for that at all? She didn't have to get pregnant. She didn't have to get pregnant. She didn't have to keep, keep them. it. Yeah, there's so much here. Like, this is what I'm saying. This goes back to what I was talking about earlier. So, Shorty ain't accountable for shit. She should be. She, she should but be. But in, in the real world, she ain't accountable but, for shit. But what I'm saying <laughs> is, people like men use women and their bodies. They think we're like, obviously, if you also want kids and you want me to have kids with you, and my body is going through all this wear and tear. And you feel like you're not gonna stay with me after? Cool. Pay me for my labor. I didn't ask you to do this labor, Shorty. You said you're keeping the baby. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what the fuck you want from me. Okay. I didn't tell you to keep it. I didn't want it. I so if like, we decide together, to but have we did it kid. though. That's the that's these are the situations that I'm talking about. Because if you agree, then there's nothing to fucking talk about. I'm no, saying, no, right? after that, that no, no, no. What I'm saying is, so me and Troy are like could get married right now, right? And we decide we want to have three kids. After I have three kids, wear and tear on my motherfucking body. This nigga can decide he want to go shack up with another bitch and leave me. After my body has been through so much labor, trying to give this motherfucker the family that we all want. And now, all of a sudden, I'm fucking, I'm, I'm in distress, but also my body has been through some things. Mm -hmm. And I'm just not going to, it's going to be harder to hop to the next motherfucker and have kids with them and put more wear and tear. You should pay me for the labor that I do or that I did. Whitney, in that explanation, you said, you. we decided. Thank you. Exactly. And you said. And they decided to step out. No, 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 no. You decided to have the kids is what I'm saying. Mm -hmm. Your complaint is the wear and tear on your body. Yes. Under the decision you made. But that decision was based like if on I decided to run across the highway. Do you see why I don't think that children should be the basis of decisions do about a relationship? Or do you get what I'm coming from? I just want to ask, is this in the prenup or is this <laughs> at the end? And no, you're no, no, like, no, no, no. I'm, I'm saying it should be in my prenup. Like for each kid. I, that, a lot of women do that. Like for each child, for each year of marriage. So let me ask you a question. Yeah. If Rick Ross's baby moms 
fucked 50 Cent after the third baby. And he was like, you know what, Jordan? Yeah, no, I'm good. You think he still need to be paying her for her body? Or the damage done to her body? Hold on, what? You, you, I think I was very clear. I spoke it in English, not Creole. <laughs> if Rick Ross's baby moms uh-huh. fucked on whoever the fuck after the third baby and he found out about it and said, you know what? Yeah, Shorty, I'm good on you. He still owes her? No, okay, it, it's so, not in the prenup. So that's, you said prenups, right? Prenups, you put that shit in there. If there's a cheating clause, then you don't get the money. Oh, no. All of that, to me, the, 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 the part you said where the baby has some sort of, inf- like, what happens to the baby is influenced by the quality of relationship that the parents have. To me, that sounds so fucking wild, bro. That should have nothing to do with it. At all. <laughs> I don't think it should be a factor whatsoever, fam. That just makes no sense to I me. think logically that makes sense. Yeah. But when you include emotions and history, it doesn't work out that way. Right. Like, it's impossible. Because, like, Damn, how literally. someone feels about you yeah. will determine how they treat the child. Exactly. But what's fucked up about this is well, all just of the human situations nature, that I can think of, every one of the situations where I can think of where one of the parents leveraged the child based on how they felt about the other person, eventually they come around and was like, yeah, nah, I shouldn't have did that. <laughs> eventually they all be like, oh, but at that point it's too late. But... I guess what I'm saying, what my point is, even people who actually do the emotional thing mm-hmm. have an understanding or get to an understanding that, yo, my relationship with you shouldn't have anything to do with this child. So all I'm doing is being, I'm having a little foresight and saying, hey, instead of having to go through that to realize that, I'm saying like, hey, the, the elements of raising a child have nothing to do. It's literally unrelated to the relationship that their parents have. I think it's And I feel like that's the conclusion that even folks that I, in my life, in my experience, have gone through this situation and did the more emotional and less logical thing, eventually they'd be like, ah, fuck. They look at that and be like, damn, I wish I didn't do that for this reason. I wish I didn't have this perspective for this reason. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. That's maturity, right? They'll become more mature. Right. So maybe I'm just mature off rip. Is that what it is? I mean, yeah, you haven't been put in that situation yet. I can see you getting pretty heated. I can't. I'd be pissed the fuck off. Like, (laughs) do not get it twisted. I would be pissed the fuck off. But never would I make a decision based on my personal emotions that would affect my child. Nah. You know me, fam. I do shit that I don't appreciate, like, agree with all the time for the betterment of other shit because I can see the bigger picture. I do that shit all the time. And that don't make it... It's not fun, <laughs> right? I, you, I feel like right. people turn into different, like kids make you change. And I think you say that now, but only yeah. time will tell. I f- yeah. I feel like um, that relationship just comes with having a kid. You can't separate it. Mm. You're like living idyllically where you could, and it's a possibility where it's not. Like how you feel about each other is going to impact how you raise that child, no matter what you think should happen is impossible yeah. to separate the two. Yeah. I, all I'm saying is if I disappear, 
after I have a kid and Troy and I broke up, look into that shit. <laughs> Damn. Gotcha. <laughs> oh, fuck. Um, I, I guess we're just going to keep going at this point. Fuck it. Why not? We got like three more topics on this list. You've been pretty quiet, Miss New York. Any, any opinions about anything we brought up? Um, I know it was a lot, but you know. Well, I don't really have anything to share just because I personally am not a big kids person, so. Do you want kids? Ever? Or just not right now? No, ever. Never want kids? That's really fucking smart. <laughs> Honestly. <laughs> Children are blessings. You said they're lessons? <laughs> blessings. Uh, or, both? More curses. Yeah. yeah both. <laughs> Who knows? They can be both. Uh, but do you think that having a baby could strengthen a relationship? I personally don't, but I also think it's kind of terrible to to even think in that way when having a child because it is such a commitment. You know, mm. that's a whole person you're sending out to the world that you have to, you know, be responsible for and all that kind of stuff. But is so. the commitment to the child or to the other person you're having a baby with? I think it can be, I think they can both be there, but I think the more uh -huh. important one should be the one you have to the child, and that even before you think, start thinking like, will a child save our relationship, I think it's just even wrong to have that as an option. Right, yeah, that's real. Very, 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 very real. Can I just add something? Sure. I think my perspective on prenups have changed. You're right, there's a lot of propaganda in those things, and um, I think- Wait, propaganda perpetuated by who? I, I don't know who is perpetuated. Oh, I thought you said it earlier. I don't know nobody who's married. Whitney, don't, don't even. <laughs> Shit, all I know, all I know is I feel like I can protect myself and my kids with the prenup. I think so that I all, I think everybody should have a prenup. What is wrong with you coming in with what you left out with? Do you think that women should get half in a divorce? If that's what they signed up for, and you, if you if you knew that you were getting married in a state with no prenup, where that was the split, yes, I I do not see the difference in like if you are a kept woman and or a kept man, and if you wanted to keep being kept, like if they wasn't in the prenup, oh fucking well. Yeah. And I also think like people don't understand the abuse that occurs without without those agreements. I don't necessarily always think it should be 50%. However, because sometimes your spouse might be scared to leave you, it could be a woman or a man, um, scared to leave you because of whatever reason or financial stability, they might stay in that relationship, even though it might not even be safe for them just because of that money aspect. But with the understanding that you could leave that relationship and still be taken care of financially and not having to be in an, a, an abusive relationship because of money issues, um, I think that's important. And if that's I had your fucking they... kids and I was cleaning and doing all this, like if I was working, doing labor and shit, and you go, nigga, you better compensate. But what you just said is the reason why they have alimony. There's already a thing for what you fucking described. I thought alimony is in which support. where you get, well, well, I need that money for me, then I also need the money for the kids. <laughs> no, the money, that's, that's alimony. Alimony and child support are two different things. Yeah, I need, so you need both. Yeah, yeah, I need money for me and the kids. Huh? So you don't have a job? 
My kids is my job. If so, I live in that situation. What if you have split custody of your kids do your job? If, the, if, if my kids had a stay-at-home mom at the beginning, uh-huh. they should still have a stay-at-home mom in the transition. All right. We want to make it as natural for them as possible. <laughs> <laughs> Got to be Why don't you write fiction books? <laughs> I think you would be amazing at it. These concepts and these ideas. It's amazing. Yeah. You said you wanted to think about the kids. What's best for the kids? If the kids are used to having mom at home, and then all what of a sudden mom, mom, is mom off and her dad fucking rocker. Maybe that's not some good shit for the baby. Then mom and dad broke up, and then all of a sudden mom's at work and dad's at work. Hmm. It's called nanny. adjust. <laughs> it's called adjust. It's called shit happens. No, it's called, I thought you said you wanted what's best for the kids. Yeah. See how she and changed with the motion? No, nothing ever changed. Because <laughs> guess what's best for children? To be able to adapt and learn how to deal with different difficult situations in your life. And they adapted to the divorce. They shouldn't also no, have to No, you just said they mom. didn't. You said that you should avoid asking them or having them adjust. No, to two things at once. The divorce is one thing. Then the mom going back to work instead of staying at home. Bro, these kids are 10 years old. <laughs> they don't need a stay-at-home mom anymore. <laughs> Mama can go get a check at this point. Right? Oh, no. I, I mean, I, obviously, uh, every situation is different. I feel like uh, I hesitate to put a lot of confidence into white shit. And I think that this whole child support, alimony, having babies to save relationships, I feel like all of this shit is honestly... Just some white shit. This is the type of shit that white people do. You look at black cultures. Are you saying black men don't pay child support? They not only don't cheat, mm. but man, if we're gonna get into this, we can. But I mean, if you, you look already at, spitting, brother, go ahead. <laughs> if you look at a lot of kind of original cultures from the diaspora. Mm. None of this shit is a problem. History. It's not, it, it is not a thing because of the sense of community that folks have, the understanding that what it takes to actually raise a child and a village and the impact that bringing a new life means and the role that a man and a woman play in raising a child. Like these understandings and just the way that they approach some of these things are just foundationally different than how white people look at and approach a lot of these things. Yeah, I can I can keep going. Like if I need to be more detailed, I can. The concept of um, like for example, uh, do you know what a dowry is? Yeah. Absolutely. Okay, a dowry is basically a payment that you make, right, to qualify to marry somebody, right? Mm-hmm. For lack of a better word. So that is a man making a payment to a family saying, hey, I am qualified to, I guess it's still kind of problematic, but I guess own, right? Or yeah, take care of. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, mm-hmm. It still has some problematic roots. That is uh, a fact. Yeah, that's going to be questioned. Because the ownership piece, right? The ownership of people is a really big part of that anyway the white people part that i was talking about though is the white people part that i was talking about though i guess is the role that parents play in raising their child right i think that a lot of the indigenous 
and original black cultures understood the value in this is everybody's job to raise this child this is everybody all hands on deck to support this child's growth and understanding and learning so that they can benefit the rest of us right it's all of our job and i think that a lot of white cultures put that responsibility off onto other people mm. Mm. if you look at the culture of white people having nannies right mm -hmm. and investing in other people instilling values in their children and what's weird to me is they usually do that with people they don't fuck with or trust or find inferior which is fucking weird to me this yeah. doesn't make any fucking sense i don't i don't know but yeah that is the differences that i'm talking about not some of the other things white people are wild yeah man florida man yeah, let's go ahead and wrap this thing up with some Florida, man. Do y'all have uh, any other thoughts, questions, comments, concerns, queries, conundrums, anything like that to add? This is a long podcast. We had a this, packed house. This ain't going to be and a my long life has podcast. changed. <laughs> 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 Your life has changed? Why? So don't fuck with prenups no more. Not fuck with prenups. Oh, shit, we forgot my story. Oh, we going to do story time. Don't you worry about <laughs> but, it. But, um... Yeah, my whole mindset of prenups changed. Like, I can't even think straight because I'm thinking of all the possibilities. <laughs> Damn. Is this a good thing or a bad thing? It's a great thing. <laughs> Why? Because you think you finna try Whoa. to finesse the fuck out of me? I'm going to say shit. some things are going to be unconscionable. So no, those won't I would never try to finesse you. <laughs> I'm just trying to make sure we get to three or four witnesses. That sound very reassuring at all. So if he goes missing. <laughs> Carol Baskins. <laughs> Carol Baskins did it. Oh, my God. We have a classic Florida man for today, ladies and gentlemen. Everything about this story is just straight up Florida man. Will what is that? So Florida man John Hennessy of Cape Coral. So a Florida man was standing in a fire and chanting before he picked up a stick and started swinging it at officers while possibly on drugs, according to a news release. So officers arrived at the home on a particular street in Florida around 1.30 in the morning to find a man completely naked in the front yard holding a knife. He was chanting and dancing around a fire in the front yard, standing in the fire at one point and chanting gibberish. He threw a rock through a window of a nearby home. What drug do we think he's on? I don't think he's on a drug. This is a regular <laughs> white guy shit? Was, was white he boy white? Hmm? Was he white? We should probably guess what race it is. I thought he was black. His name is John Hennessy. He wasn't doing voodoo. He was... I don't think he did voodoo. He was able to stand in the fucking fire. It's the flame. Yeah. My grandma could stand in the... Or could stand in the fire. He's definitely white. Like what? But, yeah, he's doing some other shit. I don't know that. What drug would you say? Um, bath salts. I was going to say bath salts as well. What kind of drug is bath salts, head like, doctor? Bath salts has to be like meth, right? I don't know. Is that a like... Bath It's a like the cool name for meth? I thought bath salts was meth. I thought it was like, you know how we got... Uh, they cook meth in... Bubble kush. No, no, there's a strain of mess. You know no. that what's that shit? Uh, Heisenberg got that's blue ice, blue ice, or whatever. You know what I'm saying? You got the bath sauce, you got the blue ice. No, you know what I'm saying? You got the blue, blue dream. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
A strain of meth. <laughs> yeah, I think that's I'm going with. Pythionines. Uh, I was about to say that's not. Oh, yeah, totally. Pythionines. You going to break that Why down for us? Yeah. No. We should have okay. been able to guess that one, honestly, okay. though. Pythionines. Mm-hmm. So obvious. <laughs> if we only use our PhDs, <laughs> we totally got this. Damn it. Uh, yeah. I'm 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 voting I'm voting some sort of meth. I'm going with ayahuasca. Hell no. Nah. <laughs> Wait, can we say how expensive that is? What is that? It's I don't like know. We don't. I don't know oh. how rich he is. I do. He also looks like he went to Brazil and gra- gathered the ingredients <laughs> and made it himself. <laughs> to be honest. Fucking he didn't buy it. Homemade ayahuasca. He did not. You get that shit in uh, Mexico. If he was yeah, doing, he I feel like Mexico. he was doing a religious ritual, and motherfuckers should. That's left why I think it was home. ayahuasca. Yeah, somebody should have left his ass alone. My Let question is, die. my question is exactly when did the problem start? That's another reason why we don't need police. He wasn't causing no problems until the police got there, bro. So if you had a white man in the ring of fire on your lawn with a knife, <laughs> he's on your lawn. <laughs> Is he's next door to you? What are you doing? I'm my locking my motherfucking door and making sure I don't have shit to do with what Buddy got going on. Yeah, that's how I camera. I'm going upstairs. That's what I'm doing. Like what? First of all, I'm praying. <laughs> Think about this though. Literally in this story, nothing fucked up happened until the cops got there. When the cops got there, that's when he started swinging at officers. And dancing in the fire and shit. Let he me was, guess, he didn't get like hurt or anything. Of course not. How long would he have to be doing that before you got concerned? Damn, so I think I just have a different yard. I have a different idea of this shit. I would have okay. like I would mind my business, pray, make sure my crib is safe. Like yeah. ain't none of his shit coming to my crib. I would have called the fire department. Yeah, nah. Cool, bro. <laughs> so you they could stay over there. Close that shit out? Because now what? When you sober up and realize who the fuck called the fire department, now your crazy ass coming over here knocking on my door? Oh, so you weren't concerned when he was waving a knife in the fire? <laughs> in his or yard? when he's mad and sober, that's when you're concerned? <laughs> if okay. he's in his yard, uh-huh. dancing in a fire in his shit, mm-hmm. Bam! That don't got shit to do with me. And how You're not causing an, me any danger. How about if he was an ally and he was summoning the deities that were going to stop police brutality? So that's what you were praying he was doing? But how about if that's the shit he was doing? And now because of that, niggas can't be... Yes, he could also be summoning aliens that are going to come down and end racism. He could be doing a lot of things. Not he wasn't. That's that, I, my point is, if he's not threatening the safety of me and mine... Do what you gotta do, fam. You know you sound like Cameron on uh, Bill Bill Burt. Bill Burt. Bill Burt. Yeah, that would be all. First of all, Bill O'Reilly. <laughs> he was like, if you live next door to a serial killer, would you call the police? He's no, like, no. the fuck I wouldn't. He's like, I would just move. <laughs> if there is a serial killer living next door to you, though, and you know that person is, you know, killing people, would you be a snitch if you called police and told them? If I knew the serial killer was living next door to me? Yeah. No, I wouldn't, I wouldn't call and tell anybody on them, but I'll probably move, but I'm not going to call and be like, you know, the serial killer's in 4 e. That's how you sound. <laughs> <laughs> Was he wrong for saying he wouldn't call the police? Yeah. Why? <laughs> he scared of the, He called the police, the police going to show up, kill his ass on accident. 
Yeah, that's possible. <laughs> so I wouldn't call the police either. Who are you calling? Ghostbusters, man. I got enough money to move. This is not my situation. So you move into an apartment building where that's the situation and you don't know it and you end up getting killed. Do you still hold that same belief? What? I wouldn't trust to call the police. Okay, I, I understand that. I wouldn't trust to like be in the same... Oh, would I be mad at the person who didn't call the police? You dead now. So you can't really be mad, but you know. I mean, it's a fucked up situation because somebody gonna die. Got you. Got you. I'm a little lost. <laughs> so if you, if, if, so let's say the person like um, he did that shit and he he moved away, Somebody didn't alert anybody, this. and you ended up being the victim of the serial killer. The how like he's saying, how, like would you be mad at the serial killer? No, you'd be mad at the person who didn't call the authorities. No. Exactly. You'd be dead. So right, you can't <laughs> be dead. I understand. Nah, like what I. If I had feelings, would I feel a way about somebody not snitching? No. It's not snitching. So you know what? Now in this time... If I you're a pedestrian should... and your neighbor is killing random people, that's not snitching. <laughs> Unless you're killing the people with him. And you're like, this nigga's killing too much. This place is crazy. It's not snitching, but... Somebody needs to call the police. This but listen, crazy. I don't want the police. I can understand him as a black man not wanting the police or the FBI uh-huh. around none of his shit. Right. Now you open the door, they got now they're going to start investigating you or they're just going to be too close to you. Could uh-huh. potentially kill you. Yeah. I think during this time, we should revisit that clip and apologize. So in that situation, you're more scared of a hypothetical situation instead of the current threat next door to you. They're both again, friends. Again, though, I think that... Well, one is an assumption of what's going to happen. The other one is you have somebody killing people that live next door. Yeah. Okay. Self-preservation. So, the, you're not worried about him killing you? That's why I would move now. But. Oh, you even you give you opportunity to do that? Okay. <laughs> he don't want me to fuck what he got going on. Once he finds out you know he killed somebody, you're dead either way. That's a lot of hypotheticals here. I mean, yeah. not really. That's a lot. Yes, because how do you know that he caught you catching them? <laughs> See what I'm saying? Because you did. No, but I'm saying if if she was taking her trash out and then the neighbor's trash can fell over and an arm rolled out, you could easily just put the trash can back up and then be like, hey, yo, we got to leave because buddy over there next door is wild. Now you're an accessory. What? See, and that's why I don't like police. Because now you can charge me with some shit I ain't had shit to do. And that's why he didn't get the cops involved. He don't want shit to do with it. He is owed an apology. He's owed an apology. Uh, so there's no type of crime that could occur next door to you where you feel like they need to report it? I'm, I don't call the police, bro. I don't okay. talk to the police. I don't. Yes, we were in the area where we were getting shot at, and no, he did not call Yeah, I don't. Who does that? You trying to get out of being shot at? <laughs> I don't. I understand that. I don't. Th- I personally have never been in a situation where I needed the assistance of the police. Mm-hmm. Mm. I personally have never been in that type of situation. Privilege. Yeah, that's fuck. I also, or I, I also hold on. I also have acquired the skills that I feel like I need, so that I will never need to call the police. So if that's privilege, I, 
Because I was about to say, like, he's been in situations where I feel like somebody else would call the police because those situations are wild as fuck. Mm-hmm. But he, like, just wouldn't call the police. <laughs> <laughs> like, getting shot at wouldn't call the police. I mean, you just ask him to get shot at again if you do call the police. True. Yeah, no. Okay. <laughs> Are there any crimes Fuck you would notify the police for? Um, Doctor? Rape. Okay. Not murder? Mm. I'm, I'm always thinking, like, why did that person do that? So I would want to. I think I. Blame I her? Mm. A little bit. It's okay. natural. Um. <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't know. It must like, have had a reason. I, that's how I what think. Was like, don't like, to get killed like that. <laughs> in the worst of circumstances, I'm always like, I wonder what happened here. Like, but like I, you must have been talking too much to get cut up like that. God damn. <laughs> <laughs> he told you to shut the fuck up. <laughs> he okay. told you to stay in your yard and mind your motherfucking business. <laughs> but like rape and like child. Like anything related to children. Like I don't understand. Hard coming to a child. Right, right. I, I don't understand. Death is the ultimate crime, no? Death isn't a crime. She's no, not to me. There's no coming back from being dead. There is no coming back from that, but that's why I think that some, in my mind, and, and I know that this is not always the case, the majority is, or not, I don't want to say the majority of murders, but murders at least. You can say, like, not at least. Damn. Don't live next door to her. She killing <laughs> I do. No, I do not. I just feel like in order to take someone's life, like, why did you do that? And I get that not all murders have a why, but there's some kind of dialogue because they're usually committed by someone that you know. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Aren't most crimes like that? No. Most crimes are not like that. I don't think so. Like, But I feel like, for example, like rape. Like, granted, you can get hit by a straight bullet, but a lot of people just randomly fucking rape women because they simply, this girl was in the wrong place at the wrong time, and now I'm ready to do this. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I guess I just think more. Why um, don't you apply that logic to all crimes? I would, I, I, I could murder someone if I would, if I, I needed to do so. Yeah, that, that's not, this I'm is sorry. Not the first time Let I'm me do. say this either. <laughs> He told you I'm the next door to her. And so maybe I'm, I don't know. Okay, I'm sorry. Let me ask the question more clearly. You, you were able to think about murder in a way where you were trying to understand what motivated the crime. Mm-hmm. I'm asking why don't you apply that same type of logic to all other crimes? Because she sees herself as a murderer. Okay. <laughs> delete no that footage but also I think murder is different that because that person <laughs> I done killed a couple <laughs> niggas I think the person is already dead like what the fuck are you gonna do like what are you gonna do no, no, what no. do you have to add to this but she when the, what I'm saying is when a crime is committed when murder is committed she's like hmm I wonder why that happened but doesn't apply that to other crimes which is why I'm confused. Because because murder is the ultimate crime, there must be a reason why you did that shit. Why don't you apply that to every crime? Because it's not murder. Yeah, I don't know. 
Okay. Other everybody's answering it for you, so we'll give you a chance to. No, um, that's why I agree. Because it's the ultimate crime, but you wouldn't report it. Like I said, <laughs> I could see myself murdering someone if I got to that point in my life. I could not see myself. Are you myself talking about just anything. outright killing them or self-defense? Like out of rage. How many people have you murdered? <laughs> Is the number more than five? <laughs> How many Man. were accidents? <laughs> How do you get away with that shit? Dude, I got to sit for the bar. Y'all tripping. <laughs> <laughs> that was just my question. I was curious how you did that. What is the reason you would feel justified for murdering someone? Um, bringing harm to my family. Like murder? <laughs> so It doesn't have to be limited to murder. If somebody murders your family member and it's your neighbor, are you calling the police then? Oh, oh, oh <laughs> shit. That's to all y'all. <laughs> all y'all pro-murder people. Yeah, what, what now? Well, now I have a different relationship with the victim. So, yeah. Oh, okay. Still your neighbor, though. Mm -hmm. But the victim is my family. So now you're there. willing to snitch. Snitching is circumstantial. I'm not calling the police. We know you're going to kill them yourself. I was going to get over the loophole by maybe Got you, got you. Okay. But you're still not telling. Okay. I respect that consistency. Shout out to Florida man. Uh, you can always rely on Florida man to call some dialogue. All right, man. Let's get the fuck off this podcast, man. It's been the Self Medicated Podcast. This one was a good one. This was a long one. Good luck editing this. Have fun. It's gonna be two, man. <laughs> it's gonna be two. You dropping it up into two? Yep. Bonus episode. There we go. This will be our first bonus episode, right? Mm-hmm. All right. Well, that's lit. And we got some extra topics to say for next time. But I want to thank my guest today. It was dope having y'all. We literally need to have more black women on our podcast because I don't know if y'all been listening to our shit. <laughs> we be getting toxic as fuck and it's helpful to have a check sometimes. So I appreciate y'all being here. So yeah, shout out to the head doctor, aka Dr. BRB. Shout out to the Haitian Sensation. Shout out to Slinging Birds, Bricks, or whatever needs slinging. Uh, I am your host, the Wayfair, a.k.a. Quinn Quarantino, a.k.a. the Banter Boss. Here, as always, with the captain of the Igloo, young, popular, and friendly, a.k.a. the Box Hunter, a.k.a. One Pop Poppy. This has been the Self-Medicated Podcast, and we out. Is there any situation where you think it's okay to talk to the police? Yeah, definitely. Say hello, how you feel, everything all right, period. That's it? There's nothing really to talk about with the police. I mean, for what? Earlier, we were talking about. Um, <laughs> Ready. <laughs> no, 
Earlier we were talking about some drugs, our favorite drug. I said that my um, drug of choice, it used to be Xanax, now it is ecstasy. Um, I love that shit a lot. And while we was having that conversation, um, <clears throat> somebody said they couldn't get off on um, the drug. Did you want to elaborate on that? <laughs> If you don't, that's fine. Don't cut it out. Do you want to know? Okay. Somebody said. Somebody said. You. <laughs> I just say the name who said Somebody it. Did All right, whatever. Did. But that they couldn't get off on that shit, and I just have a funny experience with ecstasy. Am I gonna be able to put this experience out? Yeah, this is story time, which is a weekly segment that we do on our podcast. Oh shit! So, Did you put it out? So we're, this, I'm asking you. This is gonna be on the Instagram. You can't see your face. Well, you don't have to say. Okay, so when you put it out, don't say my motherfucking. Just we just, just call you an agent. Well, what? Fuck it. I don't care what you do. Anyway, so um, the you other day. Call me two hours later, like delete that shit. <laughs> the <laughs> other day, shit. I was. Um, the other day. <laughs> the other day. Um, I'll say that shit for like things that happened like a month ago. But the other day, I was on ecstasy. Um, it was a bunch of us. And I took that shit and I kept getting these like highs, right? Like, oh, them uppers were so fucking good. Damn. And on my last high, I felt this sensation. I, I started to quicken. <laughs> Quicken loans. <laughs> Quicken. My body started to quicken. Quake? Shake? Quiver? Quicken. <laughs> what that mean? It actually, it's like... It's um, a sexual term. It, it's like <laughs> when you're about to come. Is that a, like a Haitian word? No. It's I never a, heard that word. It's in all the little sex books I read. What is it? <laughs> Quicken? Quicken. I don't know. Qu- like Quicken loans? <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. How do you spell that? What do I, what do I even Google? Quick, quick and come. Quicken before coming. <laughs> Google quicken before coming. You've heard that word before, right? Have you? Yes, not ever in this context, though. Huh? I've always heard it in relation to children or childbirth. Oh, before they give birth? Or what? Yeah. What? This sounds, according to the internet, like premature ejaculation. So I need you to explain what so you think So sexual it is. arousal in women, the quickening is the pulse of breathing quickens, um, and the blood pressure rises. I become a woman becomes flushed, especially in the, the chest or neck. It's like so, like in the like sexual this. peak, you're headed towards yeah. the, the peak. Yes. Okay. So. Um, did you use that term from UrbanDictionary.com? It wasn't on UrbanDictionary. Okay, I was just holding. I don't think that word was in anything urban she read. TBH. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's usually my white sex books I hear that word in. Gotcha. Click it. So it was just out of nowhere, and I began to just start panting, and you know, he's right there. My friends are sitting around. My friend, my friend or friends. I don't even know how many people were there. Was hot. Two people, me and your homegirl. Yeah. So I like, I'm just sitting there and I just start making these moaning sounds and motherfuckers are just looking at me like, what is this bitch oh, doing? You're by yourself? I'm just sitting, like I am sitting by myself. Oh. And I am, oh. it, it, it feels like I'm being fucked and I am moaning 
and I am quickening. <laughs> My blood pressure is going up, and I'm about to climax, and I just start to fucking come right there. Mm. And I can't even stop it, can't even help it. And that shit felt good, and I was riding that bitch for a minute. And everybody's just looking at me like, what the fuck? Yeah. Yeah. And that shit was good. It was hidden. <laughs> I'm rolling, I'm rolling, I'm rolling. I'm rolling, I'm rolling, I'm rolling. Never had that high quality, I guess. <laughs> New York. <laughs> <laughs> One more parting shot at New York before we go. Gotta get that in there. Um, let's see. I'm trying to think of something nice to say about New York. There isn't. Don't try too hard. Um... Yep, nope, I got nothing. <laughs> I got nothing. I hear place. summertime New York is fucking miserable. Mm, I mean, it's hot anywhere, it's miserable. Is it miserable because they don't have alleys, so all the garbage is outside? I mean, well, that's year round, so that's. I mean, but when it's hot, you get the hot garbage smell. <laughs> hot garbage. And the, and the rats are out. Oh, is it true that they're like extra aggressive now? That's what I read somewhere. I, mean, I, mean, I don't, I don't engage like don't with them. them. She's like, I don't <laughs> engage with the pores. <laughs> like, I don't go out and look for the rats and ask them what today's like. <laughs> How y'all feeling today? <laughs> y'all all right out here? 